God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. At this time, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you in all that we are doing, all that we are going to do. Father, we just thank you for what you're doing in our life, God, that's drawing us closer to thee to do that which you would have us to do and to be that which you would have us to be. <clears throat> Father, we thank you for this time that you have given us, amen, to go forth and speak that which you have put upon our heart to say in the name of Jesus, God, that someone could be delivered, someone can be set free, and someone could have a direction in their life. God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. <clears throat> in Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. I tell you what, we are thankful this day. Yes, I am. I'm thankful. You know why I'm thankful? Not, not just to be alive, because God has given us one more day to get it together. Amen. And, and to be that witness and to do that which he have called you to do. See, you just wasn't saved to uh, go to heaven, as they call it, uh, inherit the new earth. That wasn't his purpose for doing that, because he had a, uh, called you, chose you, and say, well, I'm saving uh, blankety blank so that he or she can go to uh, heaven or uh, inherit the new earth. Now, that would sound good, so you would automatically, what, lay down and die uh, because you don't got saved, but you are chosen. God chose you, believers. He chose you to be a servant. Yes, you were serving the devil. That's right. We were serving the devil. But he loved you so much. The Bible say he, he, he knows the intents of your heart. Every hair on your head is numbered. So all that just justified to let you know that he called you for a purpose. He called you for a particular reason. He just didn't call you to say, uh, I, I'm preparing you to, to go home. No, ma'am. No, sir. You know, as so many Peoples are walking around acting like, well, I'm saved. I'm saved what? To either inherit the, the cares of this life. And the Bible not told us about the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches. It chokes the word that you have within you. It will choke it, and then it will cause not to be multiplied, not to uh, to go forth and to transform someone else's life. Now, you might have got saved in the church. Uh, maybe you didn't. You got saved, somebody giving you a gospel track. Or you got saved, somebody just talking to you about the Most High, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It brought forth a conviction in your life. 
But guess what? It just didn't stop there. What it did, it gave you a mindset. Yes, it did. Gave you a mindset to read the Bible, to try to hear. Listen, if you can't hear uh, what the Spirit of God saying, nine times out of ten, you're not converted. But see, he, 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 when he saved you, the Bible let us know that he bless you and he feel you. And he filled you for a purpose. Why? For a purpose to go forth and that you can inherit the kingdom of God. That you can go forth and be a witness for the for the sake, the cause others. When some reach some, some reach you, you reach others. That's right. That's where it works. And and when the Lord have convicted you. You should be able to witness. Somebody might say, well, brother, well, I just, I'm just a quiet person. I just don't talk. No, no, no. You talk about what you want to talk about. And see, if you don't have the love of God within you, then your talk is not going to be right. See, first of all, let me, let me explain something to you. When you repented, I mean, those of you that truly, truly repented, and when you repented and, and received Christ as your Lord and Savior of your life, you had a lifestyle that you want to be some different. You want to be, you want to live holy. You want to do that which God have ordained for you to do. You know you just wasn't ordained to be nothing or somebody. No, ma'am. No, sir. You was ordained of God to be his servant. Now, the Bible told us back, way back in the book of Luke, and, and we can go on, we can go way back in the book of Genesis when God uh, pulled out Abraham and made him be the father of faith, even though Abraham wasn't wasn't justified according to his life, according to, I'm sorry, his uh, speech, his uh, direction. The only thing Abraham believed in the invisible God without knowing anything about him. He knew that this God that he believed in was more than the gods he was seeing. He believed that that God that was raising the stars, the sun, the moon, that God was a unique God and that he was in charge of everything. Abraham, even though, uh, uh, listen, Abraham couldn't have been justified according to his works. He, uh, uh, no ma'am, no sir. When you look at Abraham, Abraham, he, will, he, he told lies. That's right. Yes, we got it on record in the scriptures that he lied. He said, Sarah is my sister, knowing that she was his wife. Okay, not only that, let's dig a little deeper. Abraham committed an adulterous affair. You say, well, brother, where God, the rules don't change. No, God still rules still the same. 
people just do what they do. People's change. People's come up with stuff that they didn't have. Listen to me. You say, no, no, brother, well, that, that ain't the way it go. But, all right, let me tell you. When I was uh, a kid, they ha- we had rules and regulations that they uh, put in, in fact, put in order that it wasn't there. Uh, the rules and regulation, I can remember when I was young, if you were shacking with a woman more than six months, uh, then that woman was considered to be your common-law wife. Now, that your common-law wife had certain rules and regulation if she left and if he left her. You said, no, no, no. Well, guess what? My deceased wife was before me was uh, with her baby father, and she had to file through the court to get get rights uh, because he had rights to the child and so on. And because they had uh, stayed together for so many months or whatever, then things was different. He was she was considered as his common law wife. So. Other rules and regulations, I can name a whole lot of other things done change and how it done change now and how the things that done change will cause peoples to justify certain sin. But the Bible remained the same. So when when the Bible let us know that when a person hears the gospel, when they hears the gospel, and uh, that person, it is possessed by a particular spirit. Whatever spirit is possessing that person, you may not be a drinker. You may not be a fornicator. You may not be a gambler. But you got some spirit that's done calls you. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Calls you to be controlled. By that spirit. Now, because you are controlled by that spirit, then you do what that spirit say, but you don't think it's that spirit. You think it's you. In your mind, in your heart, you saying, oh, I decided to do this. I decided to do that. Well, what you don't understand, your spirit is convicted by uh, uh, your flesh is convicted by that spirit that possessing that flesh. Listen to me now. Listen, Judas did not uh, always have the same spirit until the enemy entered into him and he went forth to make a few dollars according to the scripture, 30 pieces of silver. Now, how much that was, I don't know. It was more than, uh, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't more uh, to, sell, to sell his Lord and Savior and he, because he got convicted. And you know that when you read in Matthew, when you read in Luke, and when you read in Mark, and then when you read, Judas gave back the 30 pieces of silver. He throwed it down. Why? Because he said that he had betrayed innocent blood. Now, he got convicted, but he didn't get converted. Why he didn't get converted? Because that conviction was on the outward part. That conviction was in the flesh. 
that conviction went in that is spiritual that he began to weep bitterly. He began to go forth and say he had to surrender all. But, of course, when he dealt with it in the flesh, uh, it winds up, that same spirit wind up telling him, well, to get out of all this trouble and all this heartache that you're in, you need to just go on and kill yourself. So, guess what? He went and hung himself. Now, just like you see these guys that, uh, the different people that they do wrong, and some of them shoot their wives and, and, and shoot the girlfriend, and then they turn around and kill themselves. That's not that a, a natural man want to do that. A natural woman wants to do that. No, ma'am. No, sir. It got to be a spirit possessing his body. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to uh, go and uh, read something, but I, I, I need to come and read in First John. Uh, well, it talks about the anointing which ye have received. Well, what, before I go there, let me, let me say this. Let's go back to Luke, back when this person was cleansed from that spirit. Now, here's the problem. When you is cleansed from that particular spirit, then what happens is that you have to seek God. The Bible said, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. So you have to work it out according to the word of God. You have to work it out in order that you might go forth and study and desire the sincere milk of the word. Why you got to desire the sincere milk of the word? Because you got to crucify the flesh. The Bible teaches us in the book of Hebrews that who you yield yourself to whose servant you will obey. And a whole lot of people is yielding themselves to the flesh. Yes, you're going to church. Yes, you're doing this and you're doing that uh, spiritual. But the truth of the matter is, believers, you are not following Scripture. No, ma'am. No, sir. You're doing it in, in, in a form of religion. Just because you're at the church, just because you're uh, going to a particular congregation, you are hearing a, a particular sermon, that still doesn't justify. Do you understand what I'm saying? That does not justify you doing that which you are doing. I'm sorry. It does not. And you know why it does not? Only because of the fact that you will not yield and allow that spirit to come, that, that an anointing that uh, calls you to repent, that anointing to cause you to study, that anointing that calls you to seek the word of God. Everyone that truly repent, folks, you receive the Spirit of God. I, I want you to know that it is not that you're going through a form of fashion. Everyone, I don't care who you are, if you truly repent. Now, the problem is 
do you really believe that you repented? Do you honestly believe that you caused yourself to be that vessel fit for the master's use? Do you really believe that? Or did you just go through a format because somebody told you you need to repent? Somebody told you you need to call uh, on the name. And if you call on the name, he will hear and answer you and, and you can go forth. No, no, no. That's man's way. God's way is a broken and a contract heart. The Bible say God will not despise. And too many is not doing what they should do. They're going in a form. Yes, they got a form. They got a form of, of religion. They got a form of salvation. I, I tell you what, let, let this story. I know you don't heard me say it before. I need to say it again now. Okay, uh, in uh, the book of Luke, and then I go to John, 1 John. Uh, the book of Luke, the 11th chapter, it says, When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. And he said, I will return unto my house from which I came out of. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What made him come out? What made that spirit leave your flesh? That spirit left your flesh when you got convicted, when you heard that you need to make a transformation, when you heard that you need to turn uh, in another direction and be all that God have called you to be, when you heard that you are a sinner and you are walking and seeking need to be saved because death might walk in. When you heard that somebody of your family members passed away and you know that, oh, that was just a warning, that person was maybe younger than you, maybe older than you. Nevertheless, they, they departed this life, and that reminded you that you need to make preparation for yourself. And yes, we uh, go through that form, go through that religious form. You went through that religious form because of the fact that you were seeing what's going on all around you. But yet you says, okay, what must I do to be saved? I need to repent. Okay, I'm sorry. God, I want to receive you as my Lord. Yes, you went through that ritual. But guess what, believers? Let's take it a step further. You might have went through that ritual, but you didn't surrender all in your heart. What you mean? You see, in the 13th chapter, you, you know you're familiar with that, the 13th chapter. And starting around the 18th verse, it says that some seeds fell by the wayside, some fell on shadow soil uh, among uh, and then some fell among the rocks and the and the sand. They didn't they didn't get planted deep, and then because of the word, they got offended. You know what what people do because of the word. When the word tells you you need to come out from among them and be ye separate, you says 
I don't want to do that. Who is telling me to do this and to do that? I just believe that God can save me. God, I can be saved and still deal with that spirit and still deal with this spirit. And still, uh, we, we, we in love, so I can still have that individual in my life. Oh, brothers and sisters, you are so wrong. You know why you are so wrong? So many people went through that ritual, and that caused them to have a stumbling block in their life. And that stumbling block, yes, that spirit can't left them, but that spirit came back and knocked on their flesh and say, well, you know, after all, we all sin. You see what I'm saying? After all, we all do wrong. And nobody's perfect, and the devil throws that at you. When Jesus himself said, be ye perfect, even as your father, in Matthew 5, read it, uh, uh, even as your father which is in heaven uh, also is perfect. No, I can't be perfect in the flesh, but I can be perfect in the spirit. I can do that which the anointing of God rest. Wait a minute. Let me go back to that then because I, I, I haven't even went to that. And, and, and that's what I want you to see. When the anointing of God resting and ruling and abiding in you, God can't dwell in no unclean temple, folks. He can't do it. Listen, and I'm coming back to Luke, but but I need to hit this because of uh, what it's saying. It says, listen, but the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointed teaches you of all things, and is the truth. Listen, and is no lie. Other words, the Spirit of God not going to lie to you? No, no, no. The Spirit of God might, might uh, not going to mislead you. But see, when we have our flesh, our flesh going and saying and doing this, we want to justify. How come we want to justify? Because that spiritual man is out. The spiritual man is gone. So the flesh yearning for his spirit that he's comfortable with. Let me tell you something. A person that... uh, uh, have been smoking. We'll use that. The person that has been smoking, when he or she tries to quit, after a while, now mind you, uh, nicotine will make you nervous. But in his his or her mind, they saying, I need some nicotine to calm my nerves. You see what I'm saying? The enemy start ministering deceitful thoughts, deceitful spirit, and he or she will begin to yearn for the very thing that's opposite to what the, what it was designed to do for the flesh. Oh, brothers and sisters, so many of us, so many of us have fell into the entrapment. If we say that, if we read in the uh, uh, what uh, second chapter in the twenty-seven verse of First Epistle of John. 
that's telling us that we got an anointing. What anointing? The anointing that saved you. When our individual, listen, the Bible said, don't say in a Roman, uh, what says that? The Spirit uh, uh, say, don't say, oh, man, I just going to read uh, I'll finish halfway quote it and say, and, and in the process, then you'll say, wait, 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 don't say that. But the righteousness which of our faith, speaking on this why, uh, say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into the heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. See, we saying we need him to come down and do this and do that. He have the spirit of God dwelling in you so that you can do this or do that. And in the process, so many peoples lose out because they're waiting on some kind of sign. God, show me a sign. I just need to see a sign. If you just show me a sign of this and a sign of that. No, no, no. The Bible said we walk by faith. Not by sight, believers. How in the world that you're seeking for something always, you got to feel something. You got to think about something. You got to see something. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Where? No, sir. Where is that faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And when our individual is hoping for a, big, a particular thing, then that's when faith is working. Faith is not working when you know you got something, when you know you're going to have this or have that. No, ma'am, no, sir, that is not faith. And because that is not faith, then so many of you loses out on God. And then you go, some turn around and bribe, call yourself bribing God. What you mean call yourself bribing God? Well, the preacher tell them, you, you give this, you're going to get that. And then they'll give looking for this or that coming back to them. But in reality, that is not the will and the plan of God. Listen to me, folks. Listen. I have been in need and in need. But guess what? I have to have faith. I have to believe God, that God going to put, put it on some people's heart to do this or to do that. And he have did that. Guess what? That's not bragging nor boasting because he I always have to depend on God to deal with them. But guess what? Some of them have not been obedient. I've had people to call me and say, brother, well, we're going to do this. I'm going to do that uh, and, and so on. But they told you, you, you'll go to the post office looking and waiting. And lo and behold, then God said, oh, you're going on what somebody said. You need to depend on me in faith. I have the person. I have the people. I have the, the one that I have chose. Not for you to come up with and, and put your trust in man. Don't trust man, brother. Where? You got to trust me. And once I begin to trust the Lord, when I begin to do that, then God can begin to bless. I tell you what, I got to go on break. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and we'll finish this. I promise you, I'm going to give you more scripture. God bless you.
three, two, one. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God that this is the off week. Amen. We was there last week, but we are not there this week. But if you need to get in touch with me, please get your pencil and paper and have it prepared to write this number down at the end of the broadcast. I will give it to you. And uh, if if I if I don't answer, leave your name and number, and I'll be more than happy to call you back or visit our website. Yes, we start a whole lot more other areas. Yes, we are. We're starting a whole lot more. We'll be on we on Facebook. Not only on Facebook, we are on uh, YouTube. Not only on YouTube, we are on podcasts. So go on the website, check us out, and see what the Lord is doing. Amen. And what we are trying to go to get the gospel to the peoples. No, we are not trying to be exalted. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to deal with the people's hearts so that I see. I'm not. I don't have a motive. In, 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 a motive to try to get you to come and be a part of this ministry. No, no, no. God got a few faithful people, and I mean a few. But yet, and they are—they're not a—they're part of other people's fellowship. But yet they love the gospel and they love Brother Ware. So they make it a point to be a blessing from time to time. And we thank God. I thank God for I, I I don't even praise him enough. Amen. But I truly, truly thank God because without them, I wouldn't be in the position that we are in. Because it's not about James Ware. No, no, no. I was telling my honey to be that uh, 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 very soon, shortly after she really become my honey, then we will be doing more evangelistic work, and I'll be going in different places. God is uh, beginning to open up some direction in different places. We, we, uh, even our prayers, believers. We pray for basically the southeastern states, but we want to take it further. We want to, uh, for people in other states that we can call their name out and see God begin to manifest and bless, not because we are so righteous now. No, 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 no. And we are living right. I want you to put that down. I am doing all that I believe God telling me to do, even when it comes down to sitting and watching certain TV programs. I just don't watch certain TV programs. I don't teach that to others. I Just like God convicted me, he'll convict you. Certain things, I don't let stuff goes into my eye gates. Amen. Because if, and if you be honest with me, and and you done saw something on TV, and you got down to pray, and it that devil ran it right back to your through your mind, and man, you had to shake it out of your head. Why? Because you had no business looking at it from the start. With, uh, I was looking at a show just about five minutes into the show. Never saw it, heard so much about a couple of uh, associate was talking about it. 
And I start looking at it, and then this guy was attempting uh, another guy. And I, what in the world? I said, man, let me turn this mess. Why? Because I don't need to see no mess, believers. I'm trying to be a, 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 a direction to other peoples. I'm trying to help other peoples to get their uh, 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 walk right in the Lord. Amen. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm striving to do. I'm not striving to glorify James well to make a, a big this or a big that. No, no, no. Because the Bible says much is given, much is required. And I want to be in the position that I'm obeying God in spirit and in truth. I'm, I'm believing God that if I don't convert but one person, that one person, God says to James Ware, thy good and faithful servant, you've been faithful in a few. Come on up. I'm going to make you ruler over many. And I'd rather be ruler over many in eternity more so than on this side. So it ain't about that who I can uh, 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 attract or who can I can get them on the, the pathway. No, no, no. It's about what the Lord have chose for me to do. And I can walk in that pathway. I can walk in that which he would have me to walk. Now, as I was saying, I need to get back to this for, because see, I, I, I see so many people. You are hollering, you're saved. But yet, because you see celebrities, what you mean, Brother Well, You see uh, folks that saying they say, and yet they are a part of the world. I'm telling you, believers, the Bible said, come out from among them and be ye separate. Why? Because the spirit of the enemy will go back into your temple when you are trying to play the uh, both sides of the fence. Now, they don't be to trying to play both sides of the fence. They are not willing to separate. Do you understand? They are not willing to allow, as we read in First Epistle of John, how that they are not willing to allow the anointing of God. And I was saying in Romans, the... 10th chapter, see, we often say 9 and 10, but what about before? They said, uh, before that, in the 6th verse, talks about the righteousness. I read that. Don't wait on Christ coming down for heaven. Well, I didn't know you lied at him. It's a lie to do that. No, no, no. And, or who shall, the 7th verse said, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. He has already rose from the dead, and he lit in the newness of a life, folks. He's living in you, and the Spirit of God dwelling in you should be directing him in the pathway that you would have him. Uh, he would have you to go. God have chose you. I'm telling you, so many of you don't realize how fortunate. You are to be chosen by him. As the Bible says, you have been predestined to be conformed to the image of God, to the image of Jesus. You came just 
in the same direction. Why? The, the same direction, meaning he, he was born of the flesh. So you can't say, oh, God, you don't understand. I, I, I was born of the flesh, and boy, the flesh is killing me. It's a different day. Oh, yeah, it's a different day, but the same spirit. That same spirit that you receive, that same spirit have been given you. Why has been given you? So that you can be uh, uh, what Christ would have you to be. See, and, and, it's, and it says, Paul was telling them in Philippians, you, you're familiar with it. He said, I count not myself to have upper hand. I don't even worry about what I can get. What I do, though, I, uh, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things are before me. Let me tell you, we dwell on mess. We dwell on those things. And that's all the devil wants you to do. He wants you to open up this, uh, the door so that you can go forth and think about, man, when I was this, I was, oh, man, I, 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 I could do this. I could do that. Why are you dwelling on that? We all get old, believers. We all change. But are you changing for the better? Or are you changing to reminisce on what the enemy is saying? See, and the Bible went on to say, let me tell you this. You say, well, brother, well, you're just jumping and jumping all over. But guess what? You got time to read it. I'm telling you where I'm reading from. I'm back at Luke right now. Luke 11. And then it goes on to say, and when he goes and he find and he find his swept and garnished, he find your body. If you was a whole monger, you stop whole hopping. Yes, you did. You stop. If you were shacking, you say, uh-uh, honey, we got to do it. I'll sleep upstairs. I'll sleep downstairs. I'll sleep in the other room or whatever because we got to get married. Why you know you got to get married? Because the Spirit of God put it there. He put you, because as he said in First Epistle of John, you need no man to teach you. He, the Holy Spirit, there you go, the anointing that ye have received salvation. Now, see, some of you ain't received nothing. You just go, went through a ritual. You did what the preacher tell you to do. But when you really, really, really receive salvation, you got a different mindset. So after he come back, he found that garnish and swell. But see, if you didn't allow the Spirit of God to rule and reign, if you just say, I just going to pay my tithe like my pastor said, and I'm going to come to church, you are losing out, believers. So, so many of you losing out. Why are you losing out? Because of the fact that you refuse to allow the Spirit of God, the anointing of God, to transform your life. As we was telling you, you ain't got to say who gonna come up, who coming down, or if he gonna come up from the grave again. He already did this. He's living in you. The old man should be dead, and the new one is is glorifying the Father for transforming your life. Your life is being transformed. No, 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 no. You ain't got to make something happen. 
It's going to happen simply because of the fact that you are yielding to the Spirit of God. And when you yield to the Spirit of God, that house, that, 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 uh, that body that you have, it is dwelling with the Spirit of God, and the devil can't come. When he come, he find it not only garnish and swept, not only are you not fornicating, you're not uh, uh, smoking, you're not getting high, you're not uh, cussing, you're not doing, because in this day and time, man, even preachers don't mind cussing from the pulpit. And the Bible said, don't allow filthy communication perceived out of your mouth. There's no way you're going to call somebody, a woman, a female dog. Uh, you're going to call a woman a female cow. You can't do those things, believers. When you're doing those things, that's totally out of the will and the plan of God, the conception of what God would have. Now, here's the problem. Now, when that person found, when that spirit came back to you, and, and it's going to come back. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's coming back. It's going to come back in a side way. And then when it come back, it's going to begin to say, mm, the house garnish and swear. After all, it ain't no harm. Nobody is perfect. Listen, the moment the devil tell you that, you need to tell the devil he is a, a false person. Uh, uh, word. He have produced to you false information because Christ can't lie. And if Christ said it, then who is uh, is him to, to say that is not right? No, 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 no. You mean to tell me Christ going to tell you to do something and, and you can't do it? You can't do it? People say that don't mean that. That mean perfect. Well, you got all that meaning. Uh, uh, you should know then, you should know that Christ can do just what he said. He said it, so if he said it, I got to believe it. I got to stand on it. I got to look upon it. Yes, I got to. Why? Because I know that he can't lie. I know that he said uh, when he was teaching on the Sermon of the Mount, when he told Others, be ye perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is also perfect. But we say, I, I, here you go. Now, this is what he said. This ain't what Brother Ware said. Matthews uh, 548. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which is in heaven, is perfect. Now, why would he tell you to do something and you can't do it? Now, you smart enough. That don't mean that, brother. Why? You, you need to study some more. That means uh, fulfill. Uh, that means come to an understanding. Well, you understand that you are born of God. You understand that sin have no dominion over you anymore. You understand that the Bible said Jesus came not to destroy the law or the prophet, but he came to fulfill it. He told you, listen to me, now listen to me. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but not one jot, one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law. 
Now, if you believing that, then how in the world you can't believe uh, what you want to believe, what, what he say? But the problem is you want to do what you want to do and justify what he's doing, telling you not to do, telling you to do. You want to uh, make up excuse not to do. All right, but as I was saying, now this spirit said, when he come, he find it gunners and swept, and then goes he and take it to himself. Uh, other spirits more wickeder than himself, then enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Believers, let me ask you something. You ask yourself, it's, it ain't nothing no worse huh, than seeing a religious hypocrite. Come on now, be real about it. Ain't nothing no worse. You can deal with a rank sinner. You can deal with a man that ain't nothing but a drunk. You can deal with a man that uh in the position that they are saying, well, you know, uh, uh, I just know I, I'm not saved. I'm not. I just need to get saved, but I'm not saved. You can deal with that man. Yes, I can deal with him. But a person that's going around talking about, I didn't receive Christ as my Lord and Savior, and then they are doing the same thing that sinners doing. I got a problem with that, folks. I have a problem with that. Not because I'm so much. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not so much. But how in the world that that person bringing the name of God to an open shame? Now, listen, you have a problem. Most of you, that's on the sound of my voice, you have a problem when you see a hypocrite and cop. When you see a cop, a, a, a policeman, a patrol, whatever, a law officer, is up supposed to be upholding the law, and he underhand breaking the law, and even causing others to break the law. You, you say, man, he's worse than anything. Why? Because he, uh, he got on a uniform, and he doing just the opposite. He doing worse than the person that don't have on the uniform. So what are you saying? That, that's the same way a person looking at somebody naming the name of Christ. And in the midst of naming the name of Christ, and yet is going in the opposite direction. So the Bible says that, uh, it says, what? Uh, the word is now in thy mouth. That is the word, uh, uh, word of faith, believers. The word of faith is in the heart. Now, let me just read it. Now, I turn to it right quick. It says, uh, uh, the 10th, 10th chapter, 8th verse of Romans say, But this I say, the word is now thee, even in thy mouth, that is, and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess... Now, folks, that ain't saying repeat after me. I know these peoples are telling you, just go, just say what I said, and you are in the body of Christ. Now, you ain't in the body of Christ because you said what they said. The Bible said a broken and a contract heart 
God will not despise. But you go through the ritual. You, 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 you follow what they're saying, and they are no more saver than you are to tell you that. And that's what they're doing because most of them that's saying that is really not born of God themselves. There's no way you can be born of God and just tell a person, well, that's all you got to do. No, 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 no. That ain't all you got to do. You got to follow the word of God. You got to allow the spirit of God to come in and transform your life. And if you don't allow the spirit of God to transform your life, then you could be in the position, oh, you could be. Uh, uh, going the opposite way, confessing to be one thing, and then you are another. Oh, brothers and sisters, wouldn't that be a sad situation that you got to lay down and die, and at your dying bed you would want to grab hold to God, and you can't grab hold to it because you already know, I don't care what the devil show you and what the devil have showed you. You're going to leave here. I'm going to leave here. We all have an appointment. Now, when is the appointment? I want to live as as uh, my honey-to-be say, I just want to close my eyes when my time comes. I don't want to be sick and can't move and can't do this. And most of us like that. She ain't the only one. Most of us like that. We don't want to be going through these situation and this and that going on. Now, if you're going through that, then uh, now is the time to begin to really seek God and let God begin to transform your life so that once you close your eyes, then you can slip into eternity being right. Because that's what it's all about. It ain't about this life, folks. This is the dressing up room, as they say it. Uh, when we get through dressing up and putting on righteousness and putting on holiness and putting on the right spirit, then and only then can we praise God and look at the situation. As we said, we got to allow the spirit of God to do the teaching. If we don't allow the spirit and the anointing of God to do the teaching, then we're going to lose out. We got to surrender us to him. Yes, we got to do that. If we don't do that, then we are going in a form of godliness and denying the power, the power to do what? To be, to convert us, the power to transform us, the power to say that I know that I'm his anointed. And because I know I'm his anointed, then I can go forth and do and be all that he called me to do and to be. Yes, yes, he can do that. But, oh, brothers and sisters, a whole lot of people, a whole lot of people know they are not right. Know they are not uh, uh, grab hold to truth. They're looking at these form of godliness. These peoples have a, a form of godliness. Yes, they might say the right thing. They might learn the right cliche and all this. But do they have the anointing of God dwelling in their life? Or they're living a separate life? 
or they are going different. Can they honestly say I'm living a different life than once I what I lived before? Brothers and sisters, it is high time that you make an about face. You make an about face to know, not to guess, not to hope. You need to know without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord have transformed your life. Yes, you need to know this. Not to say that you are doing it according to what Brother Ware feel or what Brother Ware think. What I think and what I feel don't mean nothing. What really means something is you know without a shadow of a doubt that God can transform your life. God help bless you. God have turned you totally around, and you're seeking his way. You're allowing his spirit to lead and guide you. You're allowing the spirit of God to begin to desire more. As you was convicted in receiving the spirit of God, when you received it, guess what? The step further is to be filled with the Holy Ghost to do the work that he have chose you to do. Yes, some of you need to yield your temple because he cannot give you the spirit uh, to boast about himself. No, no, no. That ain't what the spirit do. The spirit don't boast on himself. The spirit boasts on the word and the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the spirit do because there is no other way. There is no other plan. I promise you, I don't care what it sounds like, it might be a way of life. That might be a way, a, a direction in, in, in making you be a better person, but that is not salvation. Salvation is allowing the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life and transforming your life, not according to what I feel, not according to what some other doctrine says, but according to his righteousness. And the Bible says righteousness exalts a nation, and it exalts you. But sin is a reproach to any people. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. I ask you to bless that one, that one that's going contrary to your word. Give them the wisdom and the knowledge that they may repent and follow righteousness, that they may go forth and be all that you have called and chose them to be. God, let them know that you did not save them to just go in a form of religious, but God, you chose them to bring them out of the world, to be a light to the world, to be that example that the world might know truly they are converted. We thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Brothers and sisters, trust me. God wants to use you. But you, you're going to have to surrender all. I'm, I would love for you to hear from you. My telephone number is 404-293-7555. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit our website. Amen. Uh, BrotherJamesWare.org. 
That's brotherjamesware.org. It's going to pull up believers walking in the way of righteousness. Visit that and see how you can hear more and do more. And we are looking for those of you that say you're going to help and be a blessing. We would appreciate you. Brother Ware, love to hear from you. Brother Ware saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Yeah, we